Hello and shalom, everybody. What is going on? This is Apostle Simba, and welcome to Rated R for Real. Man, I am so excited, man. God has just been revealing so much to me lately, and today I really felt my spirit that God told me that he wanted me to come on here, that he wanted me to do an episode of Rated R for Real, as you guys who are probably new to the show or who have heard before, like, you know, that this is the kind of stuff that you will not hear on the bullpit. This is the kind of like, like for real stuff. Like, like I say things probably on here that you won't hear most preachers even attempt to preach on, you know, cause of offense or whatever. But right here, I'm just about speaking God's word. I'm about speaking God's truth. As you know, the world the world needs to hear um, what really God um, feels, the way God thinks, like according to His Word, and also just um, having a relationship with Him. So I'm really excited. We got a special episode for everyone today. Today we are going to talk about um, something that God just really. Um, touched on like as we all know Roe v. Wade has um, been overturned you know and a lot of people like really have just been like freaking out like not even freaking out but you know just been really like wicked and and this just been crazy but you know what (laughs) I got something today that the Lord just kind of brought to my attention so we're about to dive into that, but I'm just going to say a quick prayer, and then we're just going to dive right into this. So right now, Father, in the mighty name of Yeshua, we just come before you, and we just give you the highest praise, which is hallelujah. Lord, I pray right now that you allow me to decrease so that you may increase. Anoint my lips of clay that I may be an oracle of God. Let nothing I say be of earthly wisdom, but be of everything of heaven and the spirit. And I give you permission, Lord, to possess me by the Holy Spirit, and Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you will touch the people's hearts and minds to believe and receive what it is that you have for them today, and that this message will do exactly what you plan for it to do. Lord, we love you, adore you, and thank you. It's in Yeshua's mighty and precious name. We do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, so here we go. We're going to talk a little bit about this, um, and today's episode is called, you know, um, if you're going to be pro-choice, be it all the way. So it's really about like, if you're going to be about it, then be about it all the way. Because, you know, a lot of things in this world that I see, I see a lot of like, a lot of double standards. I see a lot of like, people want to talk about hypocrisy. You don't even know what the word hypocrite even really means, you know, and One thing that I'm really seeing that the Lord placed on me is that a lot of people who are talking about, well, I'm pro-choice, I'm pro-choice, you know, like a woman has a right to do whatever wants with her body and, you know, and all that other stuff, man. I ain't trying to be all political with it, but you know what? I'm, I'm about the word of God first. And right now there's a lot of Christians and, you know, so-called Christians who are, 
you know, who were also like, oh, I'm pro-choice. I even saw a foolish pastor, you know, talking about God is pro-choice and whatever. Let me tell you something, bro. You have no idea. You have you have neither seen God nor have you heard his voice. I'm, because if you can actually say that, you you haven't met him. You haven't met the one who is the author of life. He is the one who loves life, you know. So let me, but 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 let me before I get too ahead of myself, let me talk about the pro-choice main argument. So a lot of people in the pro-choice movement, which are mostly feminists and people who have years of hurt, church hurt, male hurt, whatever, you know, like like they're just very hurt people. Let's, and I just want to acknowledge that that a lot of people, like I don't think they're bad people. I don't think they're wicked people. I just think they're people who are hurt. And, you know, the enemy likes to use hurt and trauma to deceive and, and, and to do a lot of things like that. So let me first address that first. And I definitely pray for, like, everybody that is listening. I, I do pray that, especially if you are a feminist or whatever your thing is, I just pray that the Lord just touches your heart. And, and I definitely pray that, that that you have a true encounter with the Lord and with the Holy Spirit. So let's get that out of the way. But what I really want to say is this. So the pro-choice like to make an argument saying, well, it's my body. It's my choice. You know, like, like I should be able to do what I want with my body. Okay. Well, then I know this is a lot of arguments here. So, but I am going to say this. Well, if that's the case, then why bother me with the COVID vaccine? If it's my body, my choice, why are you forcing me to put something in my body? So so if it's really my body, my choice, it was like, well, that's different. And then it was like, ah, uh, like during a pandemic, yes, you, you want to say, well, that's different, you know, like, because there were people who were dying and things like that. Yes, that's true. But do you really understand what happens when a when when God sees innocent blood spilt on the ground, the scripture says that God actually says that the lamb becomes defiled when innocent blood is spilt. In fact, if you don't believe me, just look at what witchcraft workers, what they like to do. They like to do things with blood and and um, innocent blood. If you actually look at God's abominations, things I absolutely hate. One of the things he hates is the shedding of innocent blood. Of, of 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 like a child or uh even somebody who's innocent so people are wondering well what's going on in our nation what's wrong with our land the problem is that the land has been defiled because of innocent blood being spilled so let's just touch on that for a minute so you're saying well that doesn't really affect us too much not like the covid um not like coronavirus did but the truth is is that no, it kind of did because like there's stuff that's wrong with the land simply because of innocent blood being spilt on the land. Like that's just that's just what it is. See, a lot of people, especially now, people are looking into the supernatural and they're seeking the supernatural. And that's because God is doing that so that people really especially for what God is about to do in this last hour, he's about to do something so amazing, so mind-boggling, but this isn't what this show is about right now. This show is about that there's people 
to have that conflict and, 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 and talk about, well, it's my body, my choice. Okay, then. So why was everybody so upset when there were certain people who said, I'm not getting vaccinated. I don't want it. I don't want to. I don't believe in it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's my body. It's my choice. And then not only were the people harsh, there were people who were outright just, just vile when, when, when they were comment. Like they were like, oh, you're so selfish. You're this, you're that. You know, they like, it was, it was like, whoo. I've never seen anything quite like that before. If you didn't get the vaccine, you were seen as public enemy number one. And that's crazy, you know? And that goes to show a little bit how the enemy likes to operate, how the enemy likes to function. He likes everybody to um, kind of look the same. He, 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 he don't like to see the image of God that's placed inside of you. Because you know what? The funny thing about this, and this is the whole problem with pro-choice, this is the problem with the BLM movement and all that other nonsense and stuff like that, is that you're not consistent. You're not consistent. You always waver and you always change the narrative to fit what you want it to fit. See, the funny thing is a lot of people were talking about, oh, especially when World Wee Wade was overturned, they were like, oh, don't force your religion down your throat. But don't force your agenda down mine. Everywhere I went, there was a rainbow. There was something dumb like that being put up. And even on television where, where movies and stuff don't even have to have it, but they'll put it in there of, of LGBTQT, um, uh, agenda and put in stuff like that. Like these are kids, like these are little kids and you going to put up stuff talking about, you know, about sex and, 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 and all, and all that nonsense. Got little kindergartners wondering, am I a boy or am I a girl? No, let me tell you something. That's, that's wickedness. That's programming. That's foolishness. That's exactly what it is. And I'm going to call it what it is right here on Rated R for Real, because that's what this is about. There's a bunch of nonsense. People going, going to like talking about this. You want to talk about, oh, well, don't force your religion down my throat. I ain't forcing no religion down your throat. But I'm going to tell you one thing, you, you better stop acting like that there ain't an agenda being pushed. I know you better stop acting like that because if you can't see it, then you are absolutely blind and you're foolish, especially if you are in the church and you profess to be a follower of Yeshua. Come on now, that's, that's some dumb stuff right here. But now let me get to the real argument, my favorite part. Like if you're going to be pro-choice, be all the way in. Because let me tell you why. Because let me ask you a question. To all the people who are pro-choice, talk about, well, it's my body, my choice, and whatever. Okay, your body, your choice. That's the argument, right? My body, my choice. I can do whatever I want. I can do, I can put whatever in it. I can take whatever out. That's true. Okay, that's, that's what you want to go with. Okay, then let me ask you a question. Why do you care if somebody commits suicide? No, 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 like, like, like for real, I ain't trying. See, already I probably triggered some folks because there are some people who have had suicidal thoughts. There are people who have probably lost some people to suicide. Hold on now. Before people start wanting to execute me and put me on a cross, let me just ask a question because that's all this show is about. I'm gonna ask a question. Why do you care 
if somebody commits suicide? Because the thing is, it's their body, their choice. Well, if it's their body, their choice, let them do what they want with it. I mean, you're pro-choice, right? <laughs> if they can do whatever they want with their body, then if they want to end their life, then let them. I mean, if they want to overdose and take themselves out, and they're like, man, this life sucks. I'm just going to take myself out. I'm going to do self-harm to myself. That's another thing. Self-harm. Well, it's my body, my choice. If I want to hurt myself, then I can hurt myself. If I want to do certain things to myself, I can do it. It's my choice. It's my body. So my question is, is that why is, does everybody get so upset? Because there are actually people who have committed suicide and they've actually said about the person, like that person, like, or trying to, trying to discourage people from committing suicide is saying something like, well, don't be selfish, you know, because we don't want, like, think of the people that, that, that you're leaving behind. Think about the people that, that you know, that love you and, and that care about you, you know, or, you know, let's help them. Let's, let's, you know, let's, let's, let's do something with mental health and all those other things. So hold on, Let, let's stop right there for a second. So, oh, okay. So now we're going into a route where you're saying, oh, well, we got to prevent this from happening. We got to stop, you know what? It's kind of funny. You kind of sound like a pro-lifer when you say that. See, the funny thing about death, about the spirit of death, death doesn't discriminate. Death takes young, death takes old, young, death takes middle. It, it, it doesn't matter. See, you have to understand, and I talked about this before, but this is a spiritual matter that goes way beyond most people's pay grade. So I'm going to try to explain this as best as I can. The spirit of death is one of Satan's top generals. It's one of, high, it's one of Satan's one, highest generals. And the thing is, the scripture talks about it, that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came, the Lord said, I came so that you may have life and life everlasting. So for all the pastors who are woke and talk about God is pro-choice, okay, you want to try to put the narrative that God is about free will and about choice. Yes, but he wants you to choose life because the scripture even says he is the God of life, not death. So let's move on. So right there, you sound like a pro-lifer because the thing is you can't discriminate between life and death because they're both absolutes. If you're gonna be for life, then you have to be for life. If you're gonna be for death, then, you, then you're gonna have to be all in for death. You cannot pick and choose. It doesn't work that way. I, I'm, I'm sorry for a lot of people, but it doesn't work that way. Well, Simba, you're, you're talking a lot about mental health and, 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 and things of that nature. No, what I'm talking about is getting help. That's what I'm talking about. See, uh, when people want to commit suicide and they want to do, you know, there's actually a law that says if somebody wants to commit suicide, the police or somebody has to detain them. In fact, they put them in a mental health hospital. Why? Because the, they're a danger to themselves. Do you, and I, and I want people to understand this. Because a lot of you, like I've had suicidal thoughts. 
I've I've had it. So so it's not like this isn't like something that I, I, I don't know about. But what I'm saying is, is that when you talk about, well, I'm pro-choice, I'm for my body, my choice, be careful with your dumb argument. Because if it's my body, my choice, then somebody is going to say, well, if I overdose, so what? It's my body, it's my choice. Why are you trying to save me? You already know that this ain't right. You should want life. And some of those preachers out there and some of those people out there, well, what if a woman is raped? What if a woman um, is violated? You know, the part that really baffled me was that they talked about a 10-year-old girl, you know, would have to leave the state to have an abortion. Okay, everyone was more focused on the fact that she had to leave the state to get an abortion. Okay, maybe she ran away from the, from the wicked person that raped her. Are we like 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 what part are, like what part do you care about? See the thing is see the see the thing I love about being a believer of Yeshua when you're consistent you're consistent that's really how it is because I would have been like first off the baby didn't do anything the rapist did so get the rapist the punish the rapist. That's what you do. You punish the rapist. We punish people at like, like, oh, like, well, what if this happens? I've heard people say, well, what if I get a negative doctor's report? What if I do this? And what if God has a plan? We don't, we don't make the narratives that we're born in. Some of us are blessed to be born with two parents. Some of us are born to be one parent. Some of you who are probably listening to me were adopted, probably. But somebody decided to give you a chance at life. And the beauty of God is that he gave you a chance for you to know him. Something that's beyond life itself. That is more real than the room that I'm sitting in right now. That is more real than the air that you breathe right now. To know a love, to know something like, because a lot of people are like, man, this world sucks. And, and there's so much negativity in the world and whatever. You know what? When I look back at what God not only has done in my life, but what God is doing, I'm like, I don't want to miss it. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine, like, I remember when I wanted to commit suicide, I was like, man, I thought I was done. I thought, like, I did what I could, and then that was it. And Yeshua came to me face to face. He visited me on a stairwell and told me, Simba, you haven't even started yet to know what I have planned for you. Even when I thought I knew God's plan, he keeps bringing something even greater, even something more glorious. And I'm going to say this, I really is going to tick some people off because a lot of people want to talk about, well, you know, about religion, about this and about that. First off, just say you, like, like everybody's just against Christianity. Everybody's against Judeo Christian values. That's really what it's about. They, they, they want to be rebellious. They want to, they want to do like all that other stuff. They don't want to believe. They don't want to conform. They don't want to listen to no rules. They don't want like, but the thing is, the thing of Christianity, real Christianity is the relationship with God, with Yeshua, and with the Holy Spirit. So it's, it, so it's, it's a, it's a life. 
It's you share a life with God. God lives with you. You have life. You become the habitation of God. Not saying you become God. See, that's a problem in New Age. They say, well, you become a God. No, you, no. No, 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 no. I'm telling you the truth. This is all just people wanting to govern and choose their own path, their own life. I can't stress this enough. One television show person, I ain't going to say the name, but y'all going to know if I say it, was like, Yeshua or Jesus can't be the only way to God. Well, dang it, who are you? Have you seen him? Have you heard him? If the answer is no, sit down and be quiet. I love when Yeshua told the Pharisees, how are you going to tell me about my father? You haven't even heard his voice, nor have you seen his shape. And you want to tell me. That's the way I feel about it. You haven't even seen him. You haven't even stood in front of him. You don't even know which part of the Bible describes him. Describes his character, his nature, his mindset, his heart. You have not stood before the king of glory. And you want to tell me what he thinks, what, what, oh, well, God actually meant, you have, when was the last time you talked to God? When was the last time you prayed and he spoke back? And what did he say? And what did he say that lined up with the word of God? See, that's the thing. These foolish, jag-legged people. Yeah, I said it, I'll say it again. See, I love how all these people are about pro-choice, choose a choice. Okay, how about this? What if a child, see, we want to talk about a child wanting to be a boy or a girl, whatever. And what happens if that child says, I want to become a Christian? Would y'all be supportive of that? Heck no. Don't even act like you would. If, because that's the way... The, like that works because if somebody could be anything because a lot of people see that argument I was born this way is actually being destroyed by God himself because more and more homosexuals are coming to know Yeshua as Lord and they are repenting of it and they are stepping up and they're saying in front of the whole world that no we were wrong Yeshua is Lord Jesus is Lord and they actually are saying, we were not born this way. This happened, like the reason why we started having those feelings and things like that was because of this. We became confused. We were traumatized and all this other stuff. We had offense. We were angry with um, males. We were angry with females or, or you know, it wasn't right. Like, like, like something got twisted. So that argument, I was born this way, is going away pretty fast because if somebody who was born this way is saying, no, I actually wasn't born that way, I and now I'm a, I'm a believer, well, that argument kind of goes out the window because that's the problem when people try to use facts and not truth. And last episode, I talked about there's a difference between facts and there's truth. Your truth, no. A lot of people's truth is a lie because you don't know the truth because the truth is an individual. It's a person. Yeshua 
said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So, and now I'm about to wrap this up in a nice, pretty little bow. Because I just love the Lord so much. And I love when I get to talk without the fear of the church or religion stuff. You see, this is why I love what God is doing with my ministry. I'm I, like some of some pastors out there, y'all so worried about offending y'all congregations that you aren't even giving them the word of life. You're not even giving them truth. You're not even telling them what God really wants you to tell them. That's what that's a lot of people's problems. Don't know the ways of God. Don't know. Don't have the fear of God. Because let me, I, I just want to say this. The pro-choice is I'm going back to the to the suicide thing. If it's their body, their choice, then then why not why not go all the way in? If you really pro-choice, go all the way in. If people want to be able to kill a baby, let if somebody wants to kill themselves, they don't kill themselves. And by the way, that's not me endorsing people killing themselves. But what I'm saying to the jaglegs that are talking about my body, my choice, why do you care? Why do you care? See, the thing is about that kind of death, it impacts when suicide takes place, it impacts the people who are left behind. That's what it does. It impacts the people who are left behind. Because they have to grieve, they have to mourn. When you kill a baby in the womb, you affect the people of the future. Do you see how death works like that? It wants to affect the people of the past, and it also wants to affect people in the future because you don't know what that child is going to be when that child grows up. God could have placed in that child unique abilities. Could have brought the next Albert Einstein. Could have brought, you know, some of the most amazing, most wonderful people. And you discard it like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. Do you even know who God really is? Do you know how much he loves life? And all the people was like, well, you know, the situation and this, that, and whatever. My God can turn a grave into a garden. My God can turn a valley of dry bones into a mighty army. My God can turn a sea into a highway. My God can take down every barricade, can take no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That's the God I serve. That's the God I know. If you look at my life right now, could my parents, nobody could have planned this for me. And the way it all happened, that's God. My desire is for people to know the risen Lord, to know Yeshua, and to know the Father. Because if you truly knew what God felt, see, I've, I've been to heaven. I've seen what happened. 
I've seen what happens to aborted babies. I've seen what happened. And I tell all the people who have come to me and they've confessed that they've had abortions and things like that, and they've regretted it. They felt like a lot of pain and hurt and things like that. One thing that I tell them when I told them what I saw in heaven, they are like, wow. See, the children up in heaven, they're not angry. They're not bitter. They're not, they're, if anything, they can't wait for you to get there. They're actually praying for you to know Yeshua, to know his love so that they can see you. They can have the pleasure of meeting you. What they desire more than anything. In fact, some of them actually stand before God and they repent for you. They say, Lord, please forgive them. They, they do the same thing that Yeshua did when he was on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they, what they are doing. They acted out of fear. They acted out of um, hurt and anger and all those things. And you know what? The last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to tie in a little bow. I ain't just saying, let's, you know, if the, if a, or if somebody has a pregnancy, especially teen pregnancy, whatever, that, okay, just let them deal with it on their own. That's not what I said at all. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying to the body of Christ, I'm saying to the believers, step up and help. That's what I'm saying. Because Roe v. Wade has gotten overturned. So now become the solution. If Roe v. Wade is overturned, then what I want is for you guys to become the solution. God told us to be the solution. I'm saying it the same way. See, I've had people who have had suicidal thoughts. I've had people who come to me and I pray for them. And I've seen that spirit leave them so quick, young and old. I'm serious about this. I'm serious about the church stepping up and providing help, providing compa compassion. One ministry I saw, you know, shout out um, to Young Life. I'm a shout out. I'm gonna give them a shout out. I, I I used to do Young Life back in my home state of Virginia, but one thing I saw in a certain part in California, what they do in Young Life is that they take in young mothers and young fathers and teach them the ways of God and help them in their way so that they're not just, you know, a single parent household or whatever. They help them. They teach them. They mentor them. That's what I'm talking about. Help. Provide the truth. People are talking, uh, like the church has only said, oh, um, don't have sex until you're married. And then you got the whole world saying why, and then you got the church saying, I don't know, God says so. No, give them the reason. Tell them the deeper spiritual truths. Tell them, 
like why God said, do it this way. Because there's a blessing that's in there. Tell them. Show them. Like, that's, that's the point. The reason why we're still in this world today, if you are alive right now, it's because God has a plan and a purpose and a destiny for you. He wants you to know him. He wants you to know his son. He wants you to know all the things that he has in store for you. He wants you to know your earthly assignment, your heavenly assignment. He wants you to know that you can make an impact and a difference for not just the world, but for generations that are not even here yet. Wow. I'm telling you, every time I hear that, that's what makes me excited. See, when I was going through my, my time of having my suicidal thoughts, the thing was, I was like, God, what else can you do with me? And God showed me that I could have an impact that to such a degree that when I get to heaven, there will be people from generations, even long after I'm dead and gone. I tell people this, I don't care. I want my great, 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 great grandchildren. When they, when they get to heaven, say thanks granddad because of what you did. Because of your life on earth, it led to me here. God honored your prayers. I pray for generations. I don't just pray for the nation. I don't just pray. I, I don't just pray for the youth. I pray for generations. If you really want to understand this, Yeshua in John 17, he was praying for generations. If you're saved right now, that's because God fulfilled the prayer that Yeshua made in John 17. So God was thinking generations, not yet born, not yet here. And you know what? I'm tired of only hearing, I'm tired of people only saying one side of the argument. Well, not everyone is that fortunate to have that kind of help and stuff. And you know what? That's the problem, isn't it? <laughs> if not many are fortunate, then let there be those that step up and become the solution because everybody else wanna step up. If somebody talking about suicide rates have gone up so high that people will be like, no, we gotta take mental health seriously. We gotta do this, we gotta do that. Then why can't it be the same for this? I'm just telling you. And I want people to understand I'm, 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 I'm done. This is about to be the end of the episode. And, you know, please hear my heart. I love, I, I, I love not only the Lord, but I love people. I, I love it when people hear the truth. I want people to hear the truth. Do not be blinded by the God of this world. Do not follow the course of the world. This is a course. 
of the devil. The devil's trying to see who is on his side. When that principality fell off of this nation, those that were upset and offended, I'm going to tell you right now, that is because the demonic spirit that has fallen, the, you accepted that you were under that demonic spirit's subjection. Yes, you were. And as soon as he fell, you felt the same way he did when he fell. That's right. I said it and I'll say it again. You took on that demon's nature. That's how long you were under his subjection and his control. So much so that when he fell, you felt the same way he did. I said it and I'll say it again. I'll shout it to the rooftops. That's why Yeshua had that boldness when he looked at the Pharisees and said, you look like your father, the devil. You don't even look like my father. What he was actually saying is that the devil been around you so much, you took on his nature. You, you, are, you value the things that the devil values. You think the way that the devil thinks. And I'll say it again. Yeshua was bold enough to say it. I will say it now. And if you actually stop with your offense and actually listen, the scripture says, look at yourself. Stop with, you want to talk about the church being self-righteous? I've never seen so many self-righteous people. You think you're a good person. You think you're right. Or, or it's like, well, I never claimed to be perfect. Then stop talking like you got all the answers. Bunch of jag legs. Thy word is truth. That's what the scripture says. Thy word shall be a lamp unto my feet in the light unto my path. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and the word became flesh. Your Bible, your relationship with Yeshua, that shows you the truth. That shows you life. I'm just telling you, and I say this with love, we, as the body of Christ, if Roe v. Wade is gone, don't give that sucker a chance to come back. I don't care how many women are upset. I don't, I don't care. I don't. And I know it's like, well, you're a man. You can't say that. Let me tell you something. Yeah, I'm a man. But if you actually understand the kingdom of God in this nature, I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're a woman. You just heard me say that the man who raped the girl needs to go to jail for life. I didn't say execute him. I said, lock him up. That's all I said. That's what I said. I said, that man needs to be punished. That man needs to be caught. That man needs to be brought to justice. That's what I said. And that's what I'll continue to say. Anybody who's been raped 
molested or abused in any way, I believe that the person who did it shall be, should be punished. I believe that that person should be locked up and thrown in jail for a very long time. I believe that, I will say that. And I believe if a woman doesn't want to keep their child, then give them to us. Give them to the body of Christ. Give them, if you don't want them, we'll take them. You don't want them, we'll take them. But that's another thing. I'm going to say this and I'm almost done. There are some people when they've had abortions, some of them, that was their one shot to have a child. Because abortion, it, it's a messy thing. I'm just going to be real with you. And then there are some when they've given up their child. You do know that some they allow visitation, but a lot of times when they give up the child for adoption, they they never see their child again. They ne they never they never um get to watch them. All I'm saying is we gotta have solutions. The body of Christ can provide those if we step up and say, God, we are here. Thank you. We ain't just going to celebrate in the street. Yay, abortion's gone. No, now let us step up and let's show the love of Christ. Let's show another way. Let's show that life. Take on God's nature. He is the God of life. Yeshua came to bring life and life abundant. That means life, 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 life. Eternal life. But that's all I have to say. You know, I mean, I'm done with this episode today. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope, you know, you will tune in next time. Um, I got another um, rated R for real episode coming up. Um, next episode is going to be called um, the Christian Civil War. Um, the Lord placed on my heart to do that next. So I'm going to explain that um, next time. And I just want to say um, thank you for taking the time to listen. You know, um, check out our website, um, kbgglobal.org. And you know, um, I'm just going to pray um, real quick to close you out. And yeah, definitely tune in next time. So right now, Father, in the name of Yeshua, I thank you right now for just this time. I thank you for your word that was given. I thank you, Lord, for the people that are listening. I pray, Lord, that this word does exactly what you want it to do, that it touches and affects, even if it's just one soul. Lord, that you will just be honored, that you will be glorified um, in this ministry and this time. And Lord, I just pray for right now, all those who are hurting, all those who are afflicted, all those 
I just pray, Lord, right now, I say, let there be peace in the name of Yeshua. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will bring clarity. I loose right now the spirit of truth right now to envelop their hearts and minds and the Holy Spirit that you will just speak to them and show them that not only who they are in you, Lord, but that you will also show them who you really are. Show them your way, show them your heart. For this is what the people truly lack and truly need. Lord, we love you, we adore you, thank you and praise you. Sing Yeshua's mighty and precious name, we do pray. My prayer partners and friends said with me, amen, amen, and amen. This is your friend, Apostle Simba. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. Take care and be blessed.